Welcome to Contest Genius, a show about how to organize and run a great online Toastmasters speech contest. So hi, this is Sandra Washington. This evening, my guest is my co-host, Lil Shepard. And Lil's going to talk with us tonight about working with contestants in that online contest. First of all, how are you doing, Lil? I'm doing great, Sandra. So delighted that you asked me to join. So thank you. Sure, sure. You were involved in a couple of online contests this season. How many contests were you involved in? And what did you do in those contests? Thanks for asking. I was involved in club contests with my local club. I'm part of Deloitte Toastmasters, as well as area contests my role as an area director, and then also the role that the areas have in the division contest. So I probably was involved in almost 10 to a dozen contests, which is hard to believe, Uh, fairly exhausting, but very rewarding. Okay, 10 to 12 contests. Yes, I, I could see how you'd be exhausted when contest season was over. All right, so what did you do with these contests? In particular, I'm interested in the contestants. So am I understanding that you have to do some kind of special thing with contestants in an online contest? So why don't I start with what I did at the area level with various contestants. And I really validated that we had contestants that were eligible to participate in a contest at the area level. What makes them eligible to participate at a contest? So their eligibility is a factor of their current level within Toastmasters. Our contestants need to have completed at least six speeches from the old competent communications manual or have completed two levels within the pathway the new level, education level that we are are currently using. And as we received that information, we would then have each contestant start by filling out a profile. The profile starts gathering data points on that contestant, you know, their educational level, just basic information on them. And also we'll start them thinking about what speech topic they will be presenting. All right. So as area director, your first job, you get your contestants coming up from your clubs. The first thing you've got to do is make sure they meet the requirements to be in the contest. And then next you get some information from them. You need to know who they are, what their speech is about, things of that nature, right? 100%. Yes. Then you meet them. When do you meet them? We really meet the contestants as a large group at the first time and which is the critical time at the contest briefing. As we are preparing to execute the contest, each area contest holds an area briefing. And those area briefings include 
all critical, all necessary functionaries that'll have a role in that contest, but also all contestants from the various contests. So in the case that I was involved in both in evaluation contests and international speech contests, that was the first opportunity in meeting those contestants. And it was really established on by different Toastmasters rules and guidelines, what we go through with the contestants in that briefing. Uh, some critical things that are addressed is the timing that they know how to pen the timer as Toastmasters is a timed function. Okay, so we're talking about pin the timer. We're saying we make sure the speaker does clicks the appropriate button on their computer so they can always see the timer, right? 100%, okay. exactly. Another important element for the contestants is to really test their audio and visual video functionality that they have their laptop or iPad or phone set up in an appropriate manner so that they can be seen as they will be given their speech electronically, but also that they can be heard. What you're saying is you want to make sure they've got the right technology and they're using it well. And my question is, don't they already know how to do this? They do and they don't. We've all been using technology more since the pandemic, but definitely not these contestants, right? And not at this level. They're going to be delivering a speech in front of 20 to 40 people, and these individuals will be judged and evaluated. So they want to present their best piece of work their best self, their best image. They don't wanna have outside distractions. So it's important that we walk through that opportunity for them on where they place themselves in the room so that they can project the right image, that the lighting is appropriate and that you can hear them and, and see them clearly. Okay, but the question is, they've won their own club contest. Again, they know how to do this, right? Because they've won a contest in their club. That was really the question. When they come to you, they've already done this before, right? What is it that you're working with them on? So really, it is, this is a much broader contest. They have more competitors. And it is just important that they up their game at this point and really fine tune their image, fine tune their speech so that they're clear and that the content meets the criteria that they fall into the boundaries of, of getting that speech done in the appropriate timeline. And also that they are ready to compete against other area contestants that are at the top of their game. So when they give these speeches, do they sit in a chair? Do they stand up? How does that work? What, what is, what's the best practice there? So there's, Toastmasters would suggest that it is best to have the contestants stand up to present the best image. 
but we also know that some people felt as comfortable sitting down, but many of our contestants would stand up, position themselves in a corner or a diagonal within the room, uh, how they can incorporate body language, facial expressions, whether or not they were using props or not. So it's all part of the image that they're projecting for that speech that they can present their best self and the best content possible. Okay, so what did you see that contestants came to you with that just didn't work, that you had to give them some pointers and say, I'm sorry, that just doesn't work. We need to have you do something different. What kinds of things did they do that you had to correct? Some of the things to be corrected were just talking through process, really, that we, it's important that they dress the part. This is a professional, even though Toastmasters is a club, people do it for amusement. But once you're, you're at a contest level, people are very competitive. So making sure that they dress the part, their, their attitude is, is in place. It, it was also making sure that they knew that they were going to be competing against others that had won their club contest as well. So really more of the challenges were around getting them focused on having the right attitude and appearance for the contest because the content itself, most of the contestants had that down pat and it was just how they delivered that day. And then what about things like getting to know the contest master? Again, I've competed and I know that's one of the things. You want the contest master to pronounce your name properly. You want to be you know, sort of properly recognized by the contest master. How do you work that in an online contest? As we had the contest walkthroughs, we had the contest master pronounce each of the contestants' names or asked for how us ask them basically, how do you want your name pronounced? Do you go by an abbreviation? Um, you know, a nickname, how do you want to be announced to the audience? So the contest master really had the role of being the contest MC or Toastmaster. And he or she really wanted to present the contestants in their best light. So even as each section of the contest would finish, the uh, contest master would then interview the contestants and, and allow the audiences to get to know the contestants, which is really a, a nice part of the contest. Contestants can exhale a bit and then just relax, their work is done, and then just allow the audience to see another side of them. And it's a great part of the contest as well. Very well planned questions are vetted or thought through for each specific contestant. So it's just a good opportunity to let the contestants relax, but let the audience get to know the, the great work these contestants put in. 
Well, Lil, thank you. This has been really helpful. You've given us a lot of really good information about working with contestants at, a, at an online contest. I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you, Sandra. <laughs>